Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This calendar with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 583 for comics originally coming out somewhere around July 29th, 2020. Before Drew and I get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday, Drew. You and I are always excited about these zombies and these post-apocalyptic. What kind of news did we get this week? Well, um, our boy, the original, Walking Dead. Um, we got a little. We got a little Negan lives on the fifteenth. We were excited mm-hmm. about that. Absolutely Some fresh new Walking Dead material, and it was very good. I don't know if you got a chance to read it. I really enjoyed it very, very much. Oh yeah. Um, I think they could do some more of those if they wanted to. I'd be mm-hmm. fine with that. Um. And now we're going to get uh, more of our money handed over to Kirkman. Uh, he's going to reissue uh, the 193 issues of Walking Dead in full color um, starting October 7th. Wow. Uh, and then every two weeks or twice a month from there on out, we'll get two issues a month. It'll be called the Walking Dead Deluxe. Um, it's it's colorized. It's got um, cutting room floor stuff in it. This was going to be a standalone book at one time, and Kirkman has decided that he's going to stick that in the single issues, um, along with um, original handwritten plots and abandoned storylines and plot points that changed along the way and uh, lots of knickknacks uh, that uh, fans will enjoy. Um, so... That that alone for to me minus the collar um, is worth it. Uh, it. Makes me excited. I want. I definitely want that stuff. I uh, just want collar because now I will be able to tell who is who in this book that I love so much. Yeah. Um, well, about that. Uh, uh, if, if, I'm I'm pro this. I'm pro this. I don't I, I don't want anyone to think that I'm not excited about this because I love Walking Dead so much. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, but I looked at the pages. Oh yeah, uh, and it is colorized and terrible. Oh my! It is colorized and awful. I do not like it one bit. It ruins Adler's work. I think. <gasps> um, I. Oh, so that's what six issues. Oh no, that's Tony Moore. Tony Moore was. Oh, that's right. Tony Moore. Sorry. Okay, so this is Tony Moore. So hopefully. We get we buzz through this then, and maybe the uh, the Adler stuff won't be so bad. But the the first, I mean, I'm only looking at two three pages here, um, two pages it looks like, and um, I hate it. I hate it's it. It's the Drew not seal of approval. I, I do not like it in color at all. Um, and maybe it's maybe it's the Tony Moore. I, I'd forgotten about it. Maybe that's possible. I mean, it's been a long time since I read those first six. Um, uh, but anyway, circling back around. So don't like it colorized that much, don't so far. But you liked Usagi colorized. Yeah, well, I I'd, I'd never seen the original. So uh-huh. I mean, I never seen the original original. Those, you know, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um I like all the all the back matter, all the added added cool stuff. I'm excited about that. They are doing multiple variant covers at least for this first issue. I think they're doing 5. I don't covers. need more number ones. I have so many different number ones. So I'll probably buy all those. Me too. Uh, Crap. Uh, I'm going to try to limit myself to just one copy of all of the regular issues. 
but when it gets to like 19 and it's Michonne's first appearance, I'll probably malt, I'll probably walk up on that. Um, uh, the first governor, I'll probably, I'll probably, I'll probably, all the keys, I'm probably, I won't be able to help myself. Michonne, governor, Jesus, Ezekiel. Yep. And then are the, you doing any of the back half, like princess, alpha, beta? Uh, you know, let's see, that's 193 issues divided by two. Um, that would be a hundred months. Um, will the world be here? 12. Will we even make it? to the that far we will know. waffle back and forth so many times <laughs> will the world turn into a fiery ball yeah. and go and, and go yeah, it's gonna take sun? us eight years to finish this collection so we got plenty of time <laughs> yeah so i'll i'll tell you i'll tell you that when we get there if if we're still potting at that point then uh we'll, we'll, we'll definitely talk about it but i'm excited about it um gives me a so, chance to... question yes do we think Image Comics just crawled on its hand in, hands and knees to Robert Kirkman and said, pup, 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 please keep us afloat? I think Robert pup, Kirkman... Pup, 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 please make us relevant. I think he's a decent guy. I yeah, think dude, he's a good, he gave I think a, he's a good The way dude. he ended the book proves that. I think he's a good dude, and I think he said he saw the comics industry um, that he loves and that's given so much to him, and he said, what can I do? And he said... Uh, I can cash grab this stuff, and uh, so he's gonna make his money. But he's gonna—he's—he's he's already just given stuff. It, the the Negan lives. He just gave that. Yeah, hundred percent to um, the stores, and that was just free money for them, minus shipping costs. Um, and I, I think I think he just said, "Well, what what can we do to give something back?" So question. I question. I don't think two he's like a you. saint or anything, but I, th- I think this is altruistic. Awesome. So by the time we get to let's say issue seven, the first Adler stuff, over or under an average print run of twenty five thousand. Over. You think? Okay. Yeah, I don't know that it'll be over fifty, but I, th- I, I can imagine it staying above twenty five. Yeah, that's that. That would be easy to do. I would think. Okay. You think no? Oh, I'm just trying to think because, you know, you look back to the Walking Dead weeklies and they had quite low print runs. And then by the end of Walking Dead, it had dipped quite a bit. And then True. These are all, these are, this is the third printing, essentially, of all of this stuff. True. I'm just curious where it will settle. That's true. Now, unfortunately, they'll make a killing off of the Ellingers. Yes. And but they, he has no plans to collect them in trades. Or Omnis or Deluxe uh, phone books, any of that stuff. Yeah, so um, our, at this our time, old, our old at this are time. still good. So, I mean, eventually he might get to the collection to collecting this in color as well, in trades and hardcovers. I'm sure he will. Um, but he has no plans right away. And I don't think any of the back matter is going to make it. So, we're not going to do six issues, take a week off, <laughs> put out a trade. <laughs> Oh, they better not be any. I mean, all we gotta wait for is a colorist to do his work. No offense, colorist. I was gonna say, Drew makes it all so easy. It's just Photoshop, bro. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I do, there better not be any delays. I mean, I want this. This the trains need to be hitting like every two weeks or whatever. I need the cadence that there's a Walking Dead in color. There's a Walking Dead in color. 
And you know what? I'm going to reread the whole series this way as it comes out. And I'm going to gobble it up. There you go. Now, I'm not... I do not like the colorized versions of Tony Are these Moore. four bucks a piece? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm guessing for sure. I mean... I, I don't I don't think comic shop owners like three dollar comics. I don't think they make enough money on them. Mm-hmm. I think they like four and five dollar comics. They make more profit, more scratch. Hey, okay, now, now I'm, as I'm scrolling down, there's more pages than I than I said there was. There's a couple that are really nice, even in color. <laughs> Listen to the sound of Drew waffling. As I'm so, I'm softening. But there, there are some stuff where it's just like, oh, that doesn't look anything. As, that doesn't look nearly as good as it did in just black and white. But you, your mileage might vary. You, you, you tell me when you see them. You tell me what you think. Um, back in in October, I'm sure we'll talk about them, um, and and we'll talk about what we think of them in color. There you go. Awesome stuff. Uh, let's see. Should we do FOC or do some hot tens? What do you want to do? Let's do our hot tens. Let's do our hot tens. Those are fun. Um, you want to do them this this week? You got them all locked and loaded? Sure. We're over at our good friends at comicbookinvest.com, CBSI, and we are looking at their hot ten books. Uh, again, we like to pay homage to all these people that are doing wonderful work in the speculation industry when Drew and I drop the ball from week to week. Um so, let's check out what they have. And the number one book for them is the Usagi Yojimbo. Number 10, Peach Momoko, San Diego Comic-Con variant, with 200 comic print run. Huh. If you were lucky enough to get to the checkout page of the IDW website, you could have landed this for $10. And it's now between 4 and 500 bucks. Who did I tell you was the hottest artist currently, Drew? Just, just Momoko person. Each Momoko. You said buy them all. Buy everything that, that, that this person does. Mm-hmm. And so far, I'm right. Number yep. two. Now I know Drew has always said he uh. buys up anything My Little Pony he can find. And here we have, excuse me, My Little Pony Transformers, number one, San Diego Comic-Con variant, capped at 285 issues. What kind of team up is this? No clue. But it is hitting hard for between 150 and 200 clams. And what did I tell you about this last week? Ah, that's stupid. Ah, you got to be stupid. That's dumb. Yeah, I don't know if... I I did not know these San Diego Comic-Cons. I, I guess I should have known we were doing Comic-Con at home this week. Yeah, I should today. Have said, I guess it's happening today. Yeah, I should have said hey, we should probably be on the lookout for what they're doing with those variants. They've got why, to be available online. Why do we let our lives interfere with our work? Yeah. Uh, we should be. We should have been at the virtual con. Why do we not yeah. do that? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, whoops. Oops. So. At rank three, we have Teen, Teen Titans number 12. Of course, this is the Batman Who Laughs first appearance. Last week's 9.8s had soared to 550 to $600, and now $750. Uh, told us a few years ago this new created villain's first appearance would hit this kind of numbers. We would have ha, 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 laughed at you. Yes. Yeah, here we are. I think I have a second print of this. I know you have the first, but I think I have yeah. a second print floating around somewhere. Good looking book. At rank four, Disney Comics and Stories, number 13. We have a Dell Auto variant with a print run of six 
six six. There's no surprise to anyone that these were pre-selling a few weeks ago for around 150, uh, 100 to 150. Now live sale prices are in the two hundred dollar range. Not sure why we have a children's book with a six 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 print run. That's gross. Yep. At rank five, Sleeping Beauties number one. Drew, say with me now. Peach, Momoko, okay. variant. Okay, now both of those limited to two hundred. Quite a few San Diego Comic Con <laughs> Now I'm just trying to cut you off. They're doing well but, the gate, but, but, but this was the third bestseller initially, hundred bucks. But it, I mean, it's not great. These these covers aren't great. Like mm-hmm. the Usagi's okay. Uh, the Sleeping Beauty is okay. I don't get the appeal. What's the appeal? Is it just is this like is it the realism? What what are we looking at here? Uh, stylistics. This, what um, the style? Joy, this, this style um, is great. A way I of doing things that brings joy to people's hearts. I I do not see these covers being that fantastic. But I mean the scarcity of them. I can I can understand that. I mean, just good work, man. You just can't. If you say so. I mean. I mean, come on! <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't like. I don't love the cover. I mean, there's some good work. I I, I like the way these come out. Okay. All right. Next. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jeez, moving <laughs> over. Uh, I've lost my tab. Where am I? Okay. At rank six, we have New Avengers number seven. Uh, about a five dollar book a week ago, and is now yeah. a twenty five to thirty dollar book for New Avengers number seven. At rank seven, Batman Superman number twenty two. Let's see, we have Topher wow. talked about this book a month or two ago in his True First column, column on their uh, website. Chatted this week on Instagram with re- research completed by some other guy. Being the first appearance in continuity of Batman Beyond has pushed this from the dollar bins to $25. What? I remember seeing this quite a bit as I flipped through back issue bins at our old LCS. So, so, this is, so this is the true first appearance? Oh, in continuity. Where's, where's, where's the other, where's the first Batman Beyond then? Yeah, I'm not sure. I can't remember. Interesting. Year Zero number one at rank eight, which you and I touted as our pick of the week uh, yep. on multiple occasions. We talked about this book, uh, yep. you know, as it, it was one of those things that was dancing around the COVID line coming out. So uh, we kind of reiterated it a couple times. Virtually zero sales a couple months after release. Then a $30 sale two weeks ago. And this week, many 40 to $45 sales. So a book heating up and some things. And that's without even any uh, spec talk or anything. Just books trying to move on its own. Spec peak pick of the week, uh, pick or of pick the week. of the month, or our previous picks too. I believe it was. We hit it a. We hit it hard, and it's forty five bucks. So you know, I'm just saying. There we go. We talk about Walking Dead at number nine, the rarest Walking Dead. Negan lives red foil variant. Hard to argue with the sales numbers of a thousand to fifteen hundred clams. Keep seeing limited in the listings, but there's several listing out there. Just how rare and limited is this? What do we? How many do we think of this? This there is. Fifty. Fifty. That makes sense. Yeah. At rank ten, we have Batman eighty nine. Was going for the fifty and sixty last week. Raw 
now around 99.8 selling for almost $200 overpriced a bit um, but that's for us to decide holy crap and this is uh, first Joker War what is this that is punchline 89 is first punchline isn't it I thought first punchline was well, earlier we had this and we had uh, um, Hella Risen as her first appearance. Yeah, Hella Risen 3 was her first, yeah. I mean, this is where we argue over what's considered the first, but yeah. yeah true, true. Uh, now you've got me double-checking myself. Go away. Yeah, first appearance, Punchline. So this is the first, this uh -huh. is touted as the first appearance of Punchline. First cameo appearance, if you are that guy, which you usually are. Yeah. Honorable mention to Thor, God of Thunder, number two, one in 50 variant, 9.8, selling for over 900 bucks. Ha. Huh. And Land of Mars, number 10, an old book, sold in 2012. Lars of Mars. Lars of Mars. What did I say? Lords of Mars? Lands of Mars, I thought you said. Yeah, I can't read. Another 8.5, sold this week for $4,300. These GA painted covers include pulps, and they're gorgeous. No different on this one. Huh. You just never know who wants those old covers, so pick up your old books and put them up for high prices, and somebody may grab them. So Thor, God of Thunder, number one, did not have Gore the God Killer in it, so his first appearance is number two? Uh, yes. And then this was a one in 50. Yes. Okay, so I wonder what the standard one that we have is going for if that's going for nine nine hundred so god the gore god of the gore the god killer's first appearance is heating up is what, what i'm saying mm -hmm. right that's cool yeah very nice yeah so check out cbsi they've got a wealth of cool information yeah of course now we're going to check out our foc that is our final order cutoff it's our last opportunity to add a few things to our pull list um, and get those in our books so we do not have to chase things on the secondary market and add them to these expensive books list. Uh, we get a wonderfully curated list from Eric at Cowabunga Comics who gets it to us this evening and these are due by midday Monday. And um, Eric, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. little Sorry. inside baseball. If you're on the list, you probably have received some information about this. But if you're not... I believe DC's FOC is now Sunday night. Is that correct? Boy, is that not correct? Did you not know that? Is that news to you as well? News to me. Yes, yes. So what I'm hearing is um, DC sent out a memo uh, saying FOC is now, uh, instead of Monday nights for stores, it's Sunday nights for stores. So that means... Our FOCs are probably going to have to get stepped up. I have not heard an official communique from Cowabunga on this. I don't believe yet, but uh, we—I think I think Eric's the one that told us talking to me about this. So, um, yeah, that's that's there has been clarification and it's coming. So it might be all of FOC is going to get shifted back a day, or maybe DC is going to have its own FOC. Uh, just like their Tuesday releases, we're gonna have Sunday FOCs. Oi. So it's either gonna it's either gonna jam us uh, all up by making FOC a day earlier, which gives us only 
Saturday, really, to get our FOC in order. Yeah. So it doesn't. You really can't dilly dally. You've got you'll you'll get it Friday night. Um, on sa- Saturday is FOC day. Get that get that com- computed, get figured out, and get it in because you'll need to get it to Eric by sometime on Sunday, probably by noon on Sunday. Perhaps. Yeah, so it's even more important than if your local comic book shop does not do uh, uh, do FOC or yeah. you're winning in these waters. Uh, make sure you get a hold of our friends at Cowabunga and yeah. get on that list. Because um, it sounds like it, the window is ever getting shorter on those kind of things. Yes. Of course, Eric, while he's doing this, he also features a few items. And this this week is no different. He is talking about Voyage to the Stars, number one, from IDW. That he likes the cover A on that one. I didn't get this. I didn't get his email. Well, he's, no, but the highlighted ones. We've, we've gone through this in weeks past. Oh, that's right. You told me. You told me. Thor, this. number six, from Marvel. We have the third print of Venom 25. We have the Bagley version of the third print. We have a sketch version of a third print. Holy crap. So not only are we doing third printings, but we're doing variant third printings. 65 bucks. It could be yours. Yeah. I mean, I don't know many people that would be looking for that. So it's probably that like is 12 be, of them. Yeah, no doubt. 100%. For Boom Comics, we have Power Rangers Dracon New Dawn, number one. He's again featuring the cover A on that book. Um, And then, even though we're mad at DC, we have some DC openings. We have the Batman Three Jokers full open-to-order cover set. Wow. That's good. Just get, get them all. Yeah, just get them all there. That's pretty dope. And you get a pretty awesome discount. If you order from places like Calabunga. Um, so that is really cool. Oh, hey, did I get it? So that would just be, that would be minus the 1 in 100, 1 in 25, I'm guessing, right? Uh, yeah, I assume so. That's not okay. open to order, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it looks like they are giving you a 50% run if you do for that full open to order cover set. Very cool. And we have also, of course, we can't just forget Batman 3 Jokers, number one. Cover A, the Jason Fabok cover. And we are featuring Nightwing 73, the B cover, Alan Qua variant, uh, part of the Joker War. And Mike. Well, it's a $7 comic that with you can get for $2.99 from Eric. So, I mean. The, oh, the joke, three the Jokers. Joker, yeah, the, the three Jokers uh, first issue. Not uh, a bad-looking Nightwing cover B. Not, not great, but not bad. I like it. Yeah. But Eric can't tell us what to do every day of the week, so we dive in and find out what we think uh, we need and must have on this FOC. Um, let's start with a couple things from Dark Horse. Nothing there. And moving down to IDW. Okay, Star so Wars I Clone Wars continuing on the penultimate issue of that. So it looks like that Transformers eighty four is a four issue miniseries. I'm not. I don't remember if it always was. Yeah. And it started out as with a year zero. Mm-hmm. Um. So, oh, Grimlock on the cover. Dang it, that's pretty cool. That is awesome. 
Who's doing that Voyage to the Stars he was talking about? Oh, James Asmus. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's pretty good. Yeah. And, of course, we got a 10 uh, IDWs giving us that 1 in 10 variant from that as well. Hmm, very interesting. Down to Image. Uh, second printing for Savage Dragon 250 already. That's nice. Yeah. Adventure Man number two also going to a second print. Chew number one going to a second print. Very cool. Similar cover, I assume, just different collar on those chews. It was maybe sought after, so you may want to snag one. Goddamn Virgin Bride uh, goes to a second print. Is um, is that a finished cover? Do you think? Uh, I hope not, because that's awesome looking. A little sketchy. I don't know. <laughs> that, I, don't know that the, I don't know if that, that's actually complete. Might be, but I don't know. Not uncommon to have a sketch cover. A Man Among Ye, number two, as well. Is that worth getting, you think? Huh? You think it's worth getting that that uh, goddamn Virgin Brides? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a cool-looking cover. That's kind of neat. All right, let's see what we have in Marvel. Avengers 34 going to a second print. Yeah, you know why. Tell me. Well, let's speak up so the people in the back can hear you. It's Moon Knight. Moon Knight, Moon Knight, Moon Knight sells, people. And if you look at Avengers 35, front and center, the age of Khonshu, there's our boy getting ready to beat down the God of Thunder right down the front cover of Avengers 35. Now, of all the books not to have deep, deep variants on, sorry, my dude. Oh, no, this is fine. This is a little treat for me. I'm fine with just the just the one. Get my little Khonshu arc, and uh, I'll be fine with that. You know, if it goes six issues, that's great. I've already got three, looks like, so I think it's probably six, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited about that. It's very nice. Very nice little treat. Do more of these things, Marvel. Less less Empire, more of these. Not heard a good thing about Empire yet. No, not I mean crickets is what I'm hearing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Maestro. That is Peter David, Dale Coon. Yeah. Back together again. Uh, used to do that that hundred is hundred hundreds of issues of Hulk, at least a hundred issues of Hulk. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> we shall see. Yeah, I'm probably. Uh, I mean, uh, is the first Maestro? Is this the first Maestro? Sure. Has it been anywhere else? Obviously, it looks if we waited decades for the origin of Maestro, it must have been around for a while. And I did not know that. So, um, I yeah. lost my keyboard. How did the world fall and the Maestro rise? I don't know. Yeah, I, I just did. I did zero research on this, but interesting. 
Got is that a George Perez um variant cover? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's very nice. See there's a few things in here for you if you just look. Even yeah, yeah. Even for me. That's right. Spider Man one number one, facsimile edition. I'm it's the um the Todd McFarlane. Yeah. Spider Man, not the Spider Man Spider Man. So I have plenty of these. 1990s Spider-Man number one. Don't need another. Watch it blow up. Star Wars Bounty Hunters. Thor 6. Well, why is why are we excited about Thor 6? Is this still Black Winter? Yes. Is this really the death of King Thor? No. Because we... I, I fell for this death of... What's her face? Jane Foster a while a while back in Thor. So, so how, do you like your boy Steve Scrooge's uh, covers? I like Steve Scrooge a lot. Yes, because that we got a Thor six spoiler variant by your boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him. He's he's pretty good. There you go. What was that Brian K. Vaughn and Steve Scrooge that I liked and nobody else did? Oh shoot! It was like six issues. Yeah, the Canadian issues. one. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, it was I like Canada of them. So let's hope it comes back. Canada attacks mm. U the U.S. or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Boy, would that not be a an awesome title? <laughs> Canada attacks the U.S. or something like that. Man, something is, is killing children continues to sell through. Got another second printing for issue seven. Once in future number ten, and another book that continues to sell well. Mm -hmm. Power Rangers Dracon New Dawn. I don't get that. I don't know. I don't know enough about them to know what Dracon is. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one either. Alright, we got some vault books here. Shadow Service number one. Caven Scott. Triona Farrell. Worried your partner is cheating? Oh yeah, worried your partner is cheating? Need a missing person found? Gina Myers is the private investigator for you. Sure, she's a witch who worries that her powers make her more of a monster than the crooks she's trying to catch. But it's not like London's criminal underworld is literally going to hell, is it? Spycraft meets black magic in the shadowy world of MI666. We think. Eh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Bye. If it's a slow week. There you go. Dynamite got nothing for me. Found out that um, Mark Russell's Red Sonja is, is ending on the on issue 24 and he's done with dynamite after that hmm so we've only got 18 to 24 left of course I thought it ended in tw at 12 <laughs> so what do I know Amalgama so, uh, Action Labs is trying to start a new zombie tramp essentially with uh, Amaglama Amal okay. Amalgama Amalgama yeah, Amalgama Amalgama. Could be, whatever. Inside. However you pronounce it's probably right. Yeah. So, if I remember correctly, some of the uh, early zombie tramps had some good value. 
So yep. there is a possibility some of these, if this character they decide to pump a lot into, uh, might have a, have a little yep. value at the first one. Other than that, I don't know much about Oxalam. Yeah, um, we're right there with you. Dead Days number two from Aftershock, Ryan Parrot. I like that DC is back in the variant game. Yeah, no doubt. So was it Didio that was saying don't do, let's not do variants? Was he the one that said variants are stupid? I mean, because he's gone and now we're doing variants again, right? There you go. Did you see the uh, cover 100, 1 in 25, the Batman in the new suit, which is not a permanent suit? We were we, that was made very clear. It is a uh, fun for this suit. What are, what are we talking about? You know how we have these one in twenty five variants on Batman, right? Yes. Well, issue f- one hundred, the Batman is the actual one in twenty five, and he is in like a chromed out suit. Oh, I take it you've not seen that. I have not seen that. So Sean Murphy taking over for um, Joel Jones seems to have pumped some life into into Catwoman. Yeah, add a little excitement in that. Well, I can't imagine it was Dennis Northcutt. Is that is that the writer? That's his name, Dennis Northcutt. Sounds right to me. So I would imagine that twenty four will do the same. Yeah. Sell through as well. It's good. I, I don't know. Joel's were a little better, but you know. <laughs> it's good. It's close. Do we need a, Do we need a guidebook for Dark Knight's death metal? It's so obtuse and hard to follow. There is also a second printing of that first issue with the Greg Capullo recolored variant. Interesting. Uh, Deceased Dead Planet goes to its third printing because Tom Taylor is awesome. <laughs> I mean, really, was there any D- Tom Taylor book that you've read that you haven't liked? Yeah. Can you think of one? No, I can't. I cannot think no. of anything. Uh. Uh-uh. He did that. He, he did the Wolverine Honey Badger thing. Great. He mm-hmm. he did um, that. Uh, Magneto wasn't that Magneto that we liked him? Is that right? Yes. All the Injustice was awesome. The original Injustice. Yeah. X twenty three. All that fun stuff. So much good stuff. Earth two. Earth two. I don't remember. Well, it was some of the early stuff he did in 1952, oh, okay. didn't he? I don't remember. Maybe, maybe, maybe that stuff isn't great. I haven't, I haven't gone back that far. There you go. All right, so that finishes our FOC, and my recommendation is anything that says Venom 25 or 26, buy because the first ones are going just stupid. Um, so the second prince will do the same, and the third prince will do the same, and pull the trigger on this weird 65. 
dollar uh, sketch variant of a third print <laughs> because that's just banana sandwich. But you pull the trigger on it. We're not going to. Twenty six are going crazy, so <laughs> it just makes sense. Yep. Good stuff. I'm just causing them like I sees them. Yep. All right. Let's slide over to the cover price, folks. See what's happening on eBay. Uh, you want to take the top ten or the bottom ten? Heck yeah, brother. Just piggybacking off of exactly what I said. The number one book of cover price, top ten, is Venom 25 second print. Many were speculating that this cover would trend after a day of selling at cover price. It took off. It also helps that this issue is the first cameo appearance of Codex, selling 79 issues of 252% high sale of 125 bucks for a CGC 9.8. Uh, crazy. Codex. Crazy. Okay. Yeah. Um, Catwoman 23, selling 47 copies of... Uh, brought back Snowflame to modern-day DC. Very interesting. This issue also has a first appearance of a Catgirl on the cover and on the inside, but not named. Since Catgirl is on the cover, this took precedence over the variant. Hmm. Okay, I missed out on that. that so that was the heat. It wasn't yeah. the Ryan Murphy being involved. Yeah. Gotcha. At rank three, Thor number five, first appearance of Black Winter, still rocking. High sale of 350 for a 9.8. Rank four, we have Strange Academy. I love it. We have new books just going bananas. Strange Academy number one moved 54 copies. Wow. It's packed with first appearances. Emily Bright, Doyle Dormammu, Shaylee Moonpedler, Zoe Laveau, Calvin Morse, and Desi. With all the crazy market heat around Spider-Verse characters, collectors and speculators have their eyes on Strange Academy as the next book to speculate on. I frigging said that exact sentence. Do you remember that? Yep, I do. I do remember that. I, I swear, it's not to pat out myself on the back, but I'm such a wuss. I remember saying, these characters could be something. These are people we haven't seen, and they're from known commodities, so they've yes. got, you know, tangential appeal. Granted, this will take a while to get traction for some of these characters. However, when you look at books like Young Avengers and Agents of Atlas, bulk first appearance books like this are a smart long-term buy. Because you got one, two, three, four, five. You got six horses in this race that one of them catches fire on this thing. That's awesome. Yep. So even at this price, you may want to run out and snag it. When this goes to a second print on Strange Academy. Did it? I can't remember if we just passed that already. I think so, yes. Um, snag it. Snag the second print. Because like we, they're talking about right here, we have you know multiple people with first appearances and probably some we don't even know yet. That That's just bite after, that's just extra bites at the apple. And I love how they, they talk about it like Young Avengers. Like We did not know that Kate being in that would go just bananas. So you just, you never know with that kind of thing. Or they could be obscure, fall back to obscurity, and never be heard from again. It's absolutely possible, but yep. I mean, it's it, you know, for new books, that's you know, yeah, there was it's justification. Not a giant investment. There was justification for grabbing a few copies when it came out, definitely, and um, you should have. Yeah, but we're seeing so much heat on things like second and third prints with some of the Venom stuff going back. So, um, I mean, don't stop now. Don't stop now. 
Rank 5, Catwoman 23, the Wu Chul Lee variant. Beautiful cover. Um, it's awesome. Of course, reappearance of Snowflake, Catgirl. Um, not being on the cover of this one um, makes it not quite as touted. Raw sales of 30 bucks. We talked about this a uh, week ago. The TMNT last row in an ash can. Uh, moved 16 copies online. Up raw, high roll sale of 53 bucks. Uh, this was supposed to be handed out free with TMNT 106, and I did not know that. I did not know that, or I would have bought TMNT 106. Uh, for those who did, we are happy to see that they're selling for 40 bucks, high of 50. Now selling for 20 bucks copies comes to the market. The Lax Ronin series could be a major hit. We're excited for it. Of course, at rank seven, we have the Old Guard number one. Old Guard is a bona fide hit. We were watching this last week, wondering if aftermarket sales would take off post release, and it has 42 copies moved, 153 bucks for 9.8. And there's already talks of sequelizing this, so it may do some more. Yeah. Venom number one, nine, the first full appearance of Dylan Brock, is starting to move again. First cameo appearances in seven, just FYI. The world of Venom, Eddie Null, and Dylan are aftermarket gold right now. Issue moving 32 copies, up 176%, bucks for a 9.6. And at nine, we, of course, have Ultimate Fallout. Boy, this book's going nuts. It's over $1,000 for a 9.8. Hoy. Continues. Here's what I'm talking about with your your printings. Venom number three, third print. Third print of the first appearance of Null is the book to have. While rarer than the earlier prints, the first prints are catching up in price as well, but it still moved 35 copies, $875 for a 9.8 on the third print. Crazy. That's that. that that's amazing. That's just that number is amazing. Um, for 11, we have USA Secret Files number one from 1999. This is a DC book. Uh, had a high sale of $129. So for almost triple cover. Uh, Variety reported this uh, the, this week that Noah Centineo joins Dwayne Johnson in Black Adam for New Line DC. The article oh, notes, yeah, Adam Smasher, yeah. Yeah, he will be playing Adam Smasher. Um his first interaction had the mon moniker Nuclon, whose first appearance is in All-Star Squadron from 1983. He takes on the name Adam Smasher in this one. So, I mean, I guess All-Star Squadron 25 might have some heat, too, from 1983. Mm -hmm. That's a quarter bin book. Um, Venom 3, as noted, uh, the first print of the first... The first print of the first appearance of Null is on fire... Um, I would think it would be selling better than the third print, but I guess Rarity wins. Uh, it sold mm -hmm. 32 copies and had a high sale of 500 bucks for a 9.8. Venom 25 um, sold 43 copies, high sale of $150 for a 9.8. Faceless number two, faceless two number two, uh, a censor a bag put on the wrong way is the error book that collectors are picking up right now. While this while just a bag won't have a long life on the aftermarket, it's here for the moment. Sold 19 copies at a high sale of $25 for a raw. I, okay, I, I didn't hear anything about this. So it was this inside out or it was clear or what? I think it was clear. Um, Dark Knight's Metal 2, the Monkey 1 in 25 variant. 
while raw prices of Wonder Woman shredding on electric harp have dropped to 20 bucks, it still moved $48. Um, had a seven-day trend of 73%, and had a high sale of $29 for a raw copy. Uh, Mattman94, the Jimenez Underbroker Design 1 in 25 variant, uh, like number 15. Uh, this variant has also dropped in price, but it's still a $15 and $20 book and sold 33 copies. And had a, also had a, 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 20, a $30 high, high sale for a raw. Uh, Thor 4, um, the Black Winter cameo appearance, not as hot as number 5. But speckers are still picking this up that the, with the expectation that this is a Hulk 180 situation. Um, but just $10 for a raw copy. So if you think it's got that kind of legs on it, you know, 10 bucks is not a big deal to throw at it. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, in Humans number 5, this is the first appearance of Yelena Belova, who later becomes the Black Widow. As you know, Yelena is taking over taking on the Black Widow role for the MCU. Um, and it sold 14 copies uh, at a high sale of 416 uh, for a CGC 9.8. That seems high. <laughs> uh, and Amazing Spider-Man 378. Um, this is uh, First Carnage. Sold 14 copies, and but only $16 for a raw copy. Um, so there's... Uh, Plenty of money, well, plenty of upside for this to go. Mm -hmm. And Strange Academy number one, the Scotty Young variant. Uh, again, a lot of first appearances, and this is a a little rare one too as well. But I think it's only sold for twenty two dollars for a raw copy. So good stuff there. Very cool. If anything, um, you know. You, uh, spec speckers uh, should should just buy anything Donny Cates writes because <laughs> he's going to at least try to uh, pump some juice into these books from a speculator standpoint, mm -hmm. which is cool. You know he gets it. Now when we do uh, sneak it next week, are we still doing UCS first? Going to do DC? It's first? up to you. Yeah, let's do let's do it. I like it. It's clean. All right, starting with UCS, that's going to be our Tuesday releases. That's going to be our DC. Let's start with Batman, Superman. And nobody cares. Uh -uh. DC Cybernetic Summer one, summer Number 1 one-shot. What's this deal? Well, it's the seasonal things they put out all the time. The, right. Uh, but what's the, what's the cybernetic deal? All cyborgs involved. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All kinds of robot people. And the Metal Man. Robots. Yeah. Do you like these yes. Ryan Sook 1 in 25 covers? They're like, they're kind of like the action figure variants from mm -hmm. Marvel. Yeah, very neat. Yeah. Not much of DC that I care about, man. I'm telling you. That's a great cover B for Red yeah. Hood 47. Man. Exactly which one you were talking about. Yeah. Paolo Pantolina. Man, I like that a lot. That's very nice. I mean, all the co I think all the cover Bs are pretty sweet. They, they seem yeah. to have fun with them. 
Jim Lee on the uh, Wonder Woman cover B for seven fifty nine. Yeah, very good. That's nice. Yeah, um, it seems it seems to be a little slight week there. Like mm-hmm. a lot of stuff had finished up, and we haven't ramped up some other things. Did we heard uh, what the deal is with the Batwoman, Batman, Catwoman? How far does that get pushed? I'm not sure on that one. It was supposed to be out. Well, I mean, COVID, but still. <laughs> um, so, yeah, not a lot from DC. So let's slide over to previews. Let's head on back to previewsworld.com. New releases, and we're down. We're going to start in image. Ascender's still a thing. I thought it was done, too. Oh, I read the first Dead Body Road, Bad Blood. Really good. Mm-hmm. Really good. And I didn't read the first volume, but I still enjoyed it a lot. So, that's saying something. Things get even weirder in Now Minor Returns 3. This has been fun. It's a really cool return. Wow, a hardcover of The Walking Dead Alien. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that it is it really oh hardcover. That's why it's twenty bucks. I was like, come on, yeah. it's not that. Oh, I didn't think it was that hefty. I'll wait for the uh, soft cover version. I might already be out actually. Yeah, I know. I picked up one. Yeah, you picked, up, picked up the free free comic or uh, comic book. Whatever day. Yeah, some kind of... Local comic book, LSDD. Yeah. Nothing in Dark Horse. Now, what's the... What's the Witchblade 25th Anniversary Edition? It is the re-release of the number one Witchblade from 25 years ago. It's just the same issue? Yeah, with deluxe commentary of the first issue. Oh, I think I missed out on this. Yeah. Was this, was this limited edition will only be printed once and set limited quantities will be available based on orders, so don't miss out. And then this Lost Soldiers is a less caught doing the writing, which we kind of liked some of his well, stuff. I missed that, yeah. Um, it's it's a it's a war book, so Vietnam, forty years later. Um, reminds me of that new Spike Lee movie that's on Netflix mm. about. Old Vietnam guys that are going back to subtle scores. Um, well, that looks pretty good. I'm probably I'm probably gonna check that out. I, I liked his last his one book, but but it kind of lost me as it went on. But I I think I'll check this out for sure. You said no dark horse. Another me. Pandemica. It makes return from November of 2019. We get the fifth issue finally. Ironically enough, we lost track of Pandemica in the pandemic. <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Uh, did you end up reading the first issue of Sleeping Beauties? Uh-uh. Should I have? Uh, it's, it's just based on a Stephen King thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I haven't got a chance to read it yet either, so I didn't know if it was worth my time. Still no cover on that Eastman... Uh, TMNT annual cover. Uh, oh, I was kind of hoping to see that. What that was. Yeah, I want to see what they're doing with Leatherhead. 
down to Marvel. Um, lots of Empire. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's a Spider-Man Noir. Sweet. The first issue was great. I love that. And now we get a new X-Factor. X-Factor... That's looking at, yeah. Uh, Leah Williams doing the writing. North Star, Polaris, Prodigy, Eyeboy, Dokken, and Prestige. Oh, Dokken like Wolverine's kid. Gotcha. And she did, um... Leah Williams did Amazing Mary Jane, which I thought was really good. You know, they should have given us one new character here. That would have really helped me out. Yeah. 100%. That would have made me a little more interested. Yeah, I'm moving past Marvel already. Yeah. And Dynamite, probably not slowing you down. Nope. Slow week for Boom. Eh, Ghosted in LA, it's, uh, it's almost over. I'm excited about issue 11. But yeah, yeah. Unless you want to do a foils cover of Power Rangers fifty two. Yeah. We go down to uh, uh, the back half. What's left of the back half? We got the Anna Mercury mm. number one from Avatar. Um, I don't know. I think it's like an incentive thing. That's oh, it's a Warren Ellis book. They took they took Warren Ellis's name off the off the art, artist listings, the creators oh. listing. <laughs> okay, he's in a little trouble right now. Oopsie! What book was that? That was uh, Anna Mercury, number uh -huh. one. Bigs and Tiny. Uh, this is Demetrius Zacharias and Rommel Hill. Uh, it's a, com a comedic duo on the hunt for answers to their newfound superpowers unravel the mystery of a seedy underworld of criminal activity in the heart of New York. Bigs and Tiny. I can see this being optioned. Another one I can see being optioned is Grit Number One from Scout Comics. When a routine troll hunting gig takes a gruesome turn, Old Man Barrow finds himself in the company of wannabe Doomsday Cole. Just how's he going to get out of this backwoods nightmare? Well, that axe ain't just for show. Grit is a southern fried sword and sorcery pulp fantasy adventure in the mold of the Witcher, by the way, of Southern Bastards. I was just about to say, it looks like it's scratching my Southern Bastards. It looks like, yeah, that cover looks a lot like Southern Bastards. Interesting. Who was the, who was the, um, uh, publisher on that? Written by Brian Wickman, art by Kevin Castanero. And who's the publisher? Scout. Scout. Nice. 
It's Alive Comics has given us Kona number one from San, Sam Glansman. Glansman. Um, it looks very pulpy. Might like it if you're into that sort of thing. Originally published in 1962, this clear this series has been collected and reprinted. Yes. So that's source Kona. So you probably didn't read it in 1962. <laughs> no, so, I didn't. Yeah. So there you go. Zenoscope. I always love their sexy Robin Hood covers. And that is all, sir, that I see. Yeah, that's it. So, Drew, this point of the podcast where I ask for your pick of the week, what's the one thing to run out and make sure you snag up because you are going to need it? I'm going to give it to Lost Soldiers, the last caught image book. Part of me wants to give the Warren Ellis book just so people go crazy, but I'm actually going to go with that grit number one just because, like I said, it is scratching my southern bastard's itch. What is it, grit number one? I ain't getting southern. Yeah. Grit number one. And that was, you said that was Scout? It did. I did say that was Scout. Alrighty. Thank you, sir. Alright. We thank you guys for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. Thank you for tagging along with Drew and myself as we go through the comics originally releasing this coming Wednesday. If you disagree, if there was some other gold in here that we forgot to mine, make sure you drop us a line on our Twitters, our Instagram, our Facebooks, um, Drew's TikTok, or OnlyFans as well are open, <laughs> so make sure you check those out. Um, tell us what we missed. Tell us Renegade, what we Renegade, thing, or Renegade. If we made you some money, let us know. We'd love for you to be part of the podcast. Send in your questions, send in your suggestions, or just send something in that yells at us. We do not mind that either. I do. Just be part I of the podcast. Eh, you cry at night. It's okay. <laughs> so we thank you guys so much for Drew and for myself. See ya. Thank you. Excellent.